on this episode of the Girl Talk podcast. Anxiety comes as a result of trying to push away an emotion like sadness. Mm. And learning what's underneath your anxiety can be very, very helpful. You are listening to the Girl Talk podcast brought to you by our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee. My name is Carol. I'm Kelly. I'm Trisha. And we're so glad that you are here today. We're going to be talking about anxiety. I feel like that we need to play that sounder. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Uh, We're going to be attacking anxiety, though. We're going to be talking about how to go on the offensive instead of the defensive and how we can go after anxiety. And I know Mm -hmm. this has been uh, on your radar quite a bit, Trisha. You Mm -hmm. want to tell us about the book that you were reading? Yes, it's actually called Attacking Anxiety. Right. And the title drew me in because I have battled some form of anxiety for years. And I think I've Mm. shared that with with you on some level. But anxious thoughts have been something that I have had to battle for years and years and years, including panic attacks. And so I found a blurb from this book on some email somewhere it was from maybe a devotional book catalog and i read this excerpt of it and it is a pastor Mm -hmm. who has struggled with anxiety and panic attacks and he was so transparent about his struggle and also talking about how it was a double struggle for him because as a pastor he felt like he shouldn't be struggling with anxiety here he is pastoring people and telling them about God, but yet struggling so profoundly in this way. And so he felt really like um, a sham. And he details this one experience that he had driving down the road and he had such a bad panic attack. He couldn't even get home. He just pulled his car to the side of a highway and got out of it, called his wife and called his friends. He had to have them take away weapons, mm-hmm. any kind of weapons that they happen to have. And he quit his job right then and there as a pastor. I can't do this anymore. I can't live like this anymore. And he was just at rock bottom. And he talks about that experience and how God has lovingly shown him how not just to accept that he battles anxiety, but to get up and fight against it with everything he's got and exactly what you said it's not a defensive position it's an offensive position you start and you battle it you attack it and you can and god gives us weapons so i that book has been so helpful to me number one to see i'm not the only one and that has it to this level and also there are things you can do about it and there's victory to be had yeah and i think that's the important thing to mention right up here at at the first because so much of uh, the anxiety speak that i hear is that oh it's coming and you just gotta brace yourself and get ready for it but his approach to it was no there are things that you can do preemptively and to attack back yes um and and you're exactly right. There's victory to be had. Mm-hmm. And we don't live in that victory often just because we let the anxious thoughts overtake us. Yeah, they're just yeah. they're comfortable on yeah. some level. And so you just think, well, this is just the fight that I have. Mm-hmm. I'm just an anxious person. No. Yeah. So let's let's talk about this a little bit. What why are or why is anxiety such a buzzword right now? Why do you think that our culture Almost heralds anxiety, you know, like you're not doing something right, right if you're not anxious. I you mean, know what I'm saying? we herald anxiety. And so yeah. more people are going to um, 
have anxiety because it's the cool thing to do in well, some everybody's ways. doing everybody's it. doing it <laughs> yeah but at the same time i think about um how anxious our world really is and i do want our world to be a place where people are comfortable to say hey i struggle with this and i need some mm-hmm. help and i need some solutions to get to the other side of it and so i think more people are saying yeah me too i yeah. struggle with this i have struggled with this here's how i got to the other side of it. So mm-hmm. I, let's do this because I had a conversation with my teenager the other day and she, cause she made a comment. She's like, I have social anxiety over that. And I'm like, wait a minute, let's just talk about this for just a minute. There is, we need to define anxiety and the type of anxiety that we're talking about because walking into a room where you don't know anybody, there's a certain level of anxiety that's going to come with that. That's normal. normal. And healthy. That's right. That's a healthy level of anxiety. Yeah. There is good anxiety. There are are people like me who like, let me loose because I will work the entire room. Ain't no anxiousness in me (laughs) at all. I love that kind of thing. But um, I think we've just, like you said, culturally it has become the cool thing to do to say, oh, I have social anxiety. I can't do that. Um, so let's define what we're talking about as anxiety. Can you help us do that? Okay. Um, to Mm -hmm. kind of come up with a definition, a working definition that we can kind of center our conversation around, because I think, like you said, there, there are some good anxieties. There there are good anxieties. There's God given anxieties that, that protect us. Yeah. And even walking into a room that we don't know anybody, there's some level of that because we are aware that we are vulnerable and different things. And that, that's okay. That's not something, it's something to notice. It's not something to feel badly about, right? Right. Getting up in front of crowds, for example, is an anxiety, but it's an anxiety that heightens your attention. Mm-hmm. There's anxiety before you enter into a sport or any kind of a performance thing and, and, and makes you better. Yeah. So there's there Adrenaline. is good anxiety. Yes. Yeah. There's getting a new job or getting something that's new. There's some anxiety that goes along with it. Again, this is uh, this is good positive anxiety that's part of a growth. I would say the anxiety that we're talking about is a negative anxiety that has nothing to do with growth. And it's it's a um, a hindrance to your purpose. Could we go so far as say debilitating? It can be debilitating. Yeah. There's a range of anxiety. Yeah. Right. And I think some people may be listening that are like, I have it so bad I can't leave my house. And then there yeah. are other people that are like, I have it and it makes me uncomfortable. There's a range. Yeah. So there's no... You you can be anywhere on that, right? We're right. all we're all battling this on some level, but it's not the cool thing to do. It's actually the cool thing to fight against. We're gonna we're gonna battle against that. We don't just say we're anxious. We say, No, I am on the I'm on the offensive against this. And I think part of understanding what's happening is understanding what's underneath the anxiety. Almost always anxiety is a reaction to something else. Mm-hmm. So there's you can think of good girl anxiety. There's good girl anxiety. I learned this because we don't think we are allowed to be mad. Mm. And so oh, yeah, okay. you're really mad about something, but you don't think that's okay. I'm a good girl. I'm not going to be mad. So then there's an anxiousness that rises up as we try to push down a different feeling. Mm. The same is true for sadness in my life. I have tried to avoid sadness. I don't want to be sad. I'll do anything I can do to avoid being sad. But anxiety comes as a result of trying to push away 
an emotion like sadness. Mm. And learning what's underneath your anxiety can be very, very helpful. And it can help you distinguish between good anxiety and debilitating anxiety. Great, great definition. Um, I think that's important to mention because, like you said, there's such a range. Mm -hmm. And there are things that, let's talk about, um, there are some situational anxiety. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, And then there is just an overwhelming, like, anxiety over your whole life. Yes. Um, I know I ha- I've had two instances in my life where I was un- under a, a large amount of stress and I had what I think was a panic attack. Um, I, I've never been, you know, I, I wasn't diagnosed or, but yeah. I had like a moment where I wasn't sure where I was and, you know, all those things uh-huh. that happen and that can happen when you're under great stress. Mm-hmm. And I got some help, got some counseling on that and, and the counselor, you know, kind of confirmed, yeah. There are times where you're in a difficult situation that, just like you said, God has given us those things to kind of, as as a warning, to kind of say, okay, this is, you you need to slow down and deal with some of this. Um, But then there's like an overarching anxiety. And I think that's what's in our culture for everybody right now. After COVID and after, you know, know, we have all that kind of stuff hanging over our heads. It just feels like we can't get out from under. Um, Yeah. There's a low level of that for everybody, but for some people it's intense and mm-hmm. and higher than others. Um, and and I tell you what, I was feeling, um, I wouldn't call it, I don't know. I, I think worry, what's the difference between worry and anxiety? What do you think? The worry versus, well, I think worry can be very specific, worrying about something. I'm yeah. worried about yeah. this relationship. I'm worried about my child. But anxiety is more global. Oh, I think yeah. it's sort yeah. of, it, it, it paints everything. Yeah. Well, and I think worry probably stays in your mind, mm-hmm. whereas anxiety can be manifested throughout your entire body. Oh, that's gosh, true. that's good. That's, that's true. really good. That it can, you know, anxiety become, makes you tense or mm-hmm. can make yeah. you, your heart flutter, whereas worry, you're just stewing on something. Yeah. Okay. So this verse came on, on my radar, and I don't know that I had ever read this verse before a, a particularly anxious time in my life. And I was like, oh, my word. This was like life to me. Psalm 94, 19. It says this. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. Is that not a great verse? Yeah. Ooh, Amazing promise. There, that calls to mind a, okay. a situation I had okay. a number of years ago, probably six or seven years ago. And I can still vividly see this as and feel it as much as I did then. Um, we were camping, mm-hmm. and I was going. I was going through some rough stuff at work, and I mm-hmm. was very anxious, um, just worried about what was going to happen, mm-hmm. nervous, um, not able to sleep, lots of things mm-hmm. going on. And I was sitting outside um, at the. We were camping. I was sitting outside at this campsite, and I saw this squirrel. Mm-hmm. just wandering around all over in front of me. And God brought back to mind the scripture about how he takes care of the sparrows. Mm. And it was almost audible that mm-hmm. God said, I'm going to take care of that squirrel who's sitting here looking for nuts all over this campsite. Girl, of course I'm going to take care of you. Yeah, yeah. I've got you right here in my hand. Mm. So good. And I think when he recalls scripture to us, yes, um, that is a huge, powerful weapon against 
Anxiety. Okay, so oh, let's yeah. talk about yeah. some of those things. How do we fight back? How do we go on the offensive instead of the defensive? How do we preemptively fight anxiety? Well, if we identify that the battleground is our mind, then one of our major weapons are our thoughts. So putting the right thoughts in your head. Yeah. And oftentimes it starts with identifying that you're having the wrong thought, mm-hmm. the awareness of what you're thinking. What are you thinking? And if you're thinking something that is contrary to God's promises, God's will, if you're thinking something negative, something fearful, and you're holding on to that, right? It, it can come in your mind, but if you hold on to it, then that's going down the wrong pathway. So being aware of the wrong thoughts and then replacing them with the right thoughts. And scripture is it. Scripture is what we want to mull on. It's what we want to chew on. It's what we want to meditate on and fill our mind with. Every time every time a negative thought comes up, try to replace it with a, a scripture. Another great way of doing that, and it's sort of the same thing, is worship. Mm. Worship is a huge weapon. Worship and anxiety can really not exist at the same time. Praising and anxiousness really can't exist at Mm. the same time. You're either doing one or the other. And so worshiping God with biblical songs fills your mind and your heart with God's truth. And it is the weapon. And you do it before. Mm. And you can worship God before you see him answer your prayer. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's that's the trick. Mm. You do it before. He calls us to do it before. That's trust. Yeah. Like the walls of Jericho in the Bible, you know. Yeah. He said go around and and toot the horn and shout. Then the walls came down. Mm. They didn't, you know, it that's how God has set it up. We worship first sometimes before the miracle comes. Can I offer a suggestion too about how to fight back? Um build yourself an anxiety team. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what does that look like? Yeah. You know, when you when you when you get on a team, you get a jersey and you get together in the huddle and you say, here's the game plan. Here's what we're going to do. Yeah. And I think for too long we've thought, oh, we're just out there doing this by ourselves, fighting these battles on our own. And then when things get bad enough, then we raise our hand and say, I need help. I am advocating for us to build a team of people who we can text, who we can call, who we can, you know, have Mm -hmm. access to to say, I'm heading into this meeting, and I don't know how it's going to go, and I'm feeling really anxious. A, can you pray for me? Can you encourage me with Scripture? I, I know a lot of my people in my friend group get songs all the time, all the time. Like I'm <laughs> so sending powerful. songs, yeah. And so mm-hmm. I I think that, once again, anything we drag out into the light loses its power. So when you say, I'm feeling anxious, and you drag that thing out into the light, and you talk to the Lord and have other believers talking to the Lord on your behalf about this thing, I believe it loses its power. And I think that's another powerful way that we can battle back. Mm -hmm. It's just to build an anxiety team to say, hey, will you wear a jersey? Will you show up for practice? Will you uh, hit the shot at the buzzer, you know, Mm -hmm. and be on my team? And uh, commit to really helping me to battle back in a positive way. That's right. That's and so that same team will be on your side if you miss a shot. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. right. Yeah. 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 So yes. it's it's all it's positive and they'll also pick you back up. Yeah. I love the idea of yeah. an anxiety team. That's but, a great way of thinking about it. But it's it, it frustrates me because I feel like the only time we ask for help is when things get bad. <laughs> Instead yeah. of saying I'm headed into this, and mm-hmm. will you pray with me 
And I think we all could probably share a story of how we've experienced God's peace preemptively mm-hmm. going into mm-hmm. a situation where like, what in the world? I had a situation recently. I was going to be with somebody who I who I was wanted to have a conversation with for a long time about the Lord and where they stood with the Lord. And there was such peace oh, yeah. because I said, hey, y'all, I need you to pray for this. Mm-hmm. And my sisters came around me. My, my work family came around me and prayed through that situation and and did I see God answer exactly like I wanted to that day? No, but he is working. And it was so evident during that time. And I was like, Lord, thank you for people who will mm-hmm. battle on my behalf and battle back with me. So I don't have to be anxious or fear. I can experience your peace. That consolation is available to you today. Yeah. Well, you were talking earlier, too, about how the enemy loves to divide. Oh, yeah. And yes. isolation is one of his tools. Yeah that he uses to help us feel anxious and feel anxiety. And so mm-hmm. if we can get rid of that isolation, if we can bring that team around us mm-hmm. and especially that team of believers, you know, it was a couple of weeks ago, I guess we talked about the purpose of the church. Yeah. And um, if you haven't heard that podcast, go, go back, back and listen yeah. to it. But we talked a lot and I'll just re, you know, reemphasize here that the part of the purpose of the church is to find that group of believers, those yeah. people who will put on that team, Kelly shirt, yeah. team, Trisha mm-hmm. shirt, team, mm-hmm. Carol shirt, team, you shirt, and say, I'm I am in your corner. I am going to do life with you. I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to lift you up and I'm going to struggle with you with your struggles. Mm-hmm. It makes all the difference. And here's what I know about building that team, too. When you drag your anxiety out into the light and are vulnerable enough to say, will you stand with me in prayer? Other people will do that, too. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, it'll it won't be just like, you know, everybody in a supporting role of you. Other people will say, you know what? If she can be vulnerable, I can too. And here's my anxiety. You know, I'm worried about my kid or here's my anxiety. You know, we all feel more comfortable when somebody goes first. Well, and what a privilege it is Mm -hmm. to lift each other up in prayer. Mm -hmm. You know, for you to approach us when you were going through that that situation, Carol, Mm -hmm. and ask us to pray for you. Yeah. What a privilege it was to hit our knees right then Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and say and and lift you up to the father. And it's a faith builder for everybody because then we get to see what God does. Yeah. And if you're listening to this podcast right now and you need prayer for something, I'm just going to throw this in here right quick. Mm -hmm. Um, If you'll text the word prayer, just the word prayer, nothing else to 800-293-1069. We'll hit you back with a link where you can fill out a prayer request form. You can fill us in on the details or nothing at all. Just know that you will be prayed for by this ministry and by the people who love you so much. So we got fight back with scripture, fight back with worship, build a team. Anything else you guys want to throw into the mix? I was going to mention one other thing from the book that the pastor was talking about. He was talking about how anxiety comes on him when he's so worried about what other people think about him. So Mm. one of the real tools is to continue to focus on what God says about you. Yeah. Instead of what you might imagine other people are saying about you. Mm. That's a sure ticket to anxiety world. So if, if you find yourself going down that route and we all do try to refocus on what does God say about me? Mm. That's the most important part. That is so good. And where do we find that? In the scriptures. In yeah. the word. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that's the more time you spend in the word, the more scripture you can hide in your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think back about the some of the scriptures I've hidden in my heart. There's so many of them about anxiety. So yeah. many cast your cares on him mm. for he cares for yeah. you. Yeah. Be anxious not. for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Right. Fear right. not for yeah. I am the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Yes. I mean, all those things that we've memorized or need to memorize. Yeah. 
Dwell on those things. And don't tell me you can't memorize scripture because you remember all the lyrics to the 80s songs that you know. So yeah. don't tell me music. you can't. Don't look That's at me right. when you say that. <laughs> and we play a lot of great songs yeah. on the Light FM yeah. that are uh, scripture laden. Yes. Have lots and lots of scripture in them. So Absolutely. And it's the most important thing that you can do. Invest the time. You will not be disappointed. I can guarantee, I know from personal experience, any time that you spend memorizing scripture, is going to bear fruit in your life. I, I stand by that 100%. Well, God's word says that God's yep. word does not return void. That's exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. So build yourself a team. Get in the word. Worship. Um, do all those things and, and understand that we are for you. You don't have to be a victim of anxiety. No, no, no. Today is the day you stand up and you fight back. We would love to hear from you. Uh, if you have battle plans that you'd like to share with us, boy, email us at girltalk at thelightfm.org. Or you can get in touch on the Facebook page, the Girlfriends of the Girl Talk podcast, any way that you choose to get in touch. It's always a joy to hear from you. We want to say thank you to our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee for their partnership and ministry. Could not do this without your help. So thank you so very much. We love you. And thank you for being here. We'll see you next time we gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast. 